is a Bramble Jam podcast. Live from the North Pole, it's time for Christmas Morning, the daily show where every day is Christmas. Here are your hosts, Brand and Scott. Well, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Christmas Morning. By now you may be sick of us if you listened to us last week and on Sunday, but hopefully you're not because we're back. I'm Brand. I'm here with my good friend who I'm never sick of. It's Scott. Scott, good morning. Good morning, Brandon. How are you? I'm doing well. Merry Christmas to you. You sound uh, very nice, a little NPR-y. Uh, sound like you're just you're you're a calming presence today. I just got back from recording an interview with Santa on NPR, <laughs> and uh, my voice is a little lower. They said it would wear off in a few minutes, though, so nothing to worry about. Uh, it's it sounds it sounds delightful. I must let you know. It sounds sounds truly delightful. Uh, everybody, I hope that you're having a wonderful week so far. And if not, hopefully this episode of Christmas Morning helps get you in that Christmas spirit. There's so much to get to. We got a really fun battle for you today. But of course, we have to start with my favorite thing in the entire world. It's time for the mailbag. Letters. We get letters. We get stacks and stacks of letters. I didn't know that NPR does a lot of uh, Santa interviews in February. It's good to know that they do that, though. That's fair. That's great. Well, you're thinking of national public radio. This is North Pole Radio. Ah, yes. Yes, I forget. I forget. It's just piped in for the elves. You do a, a weekly interview session. I, I don't know how I could forget, so I apologize. Yeah. Uh, Scotty, what do we got today in the email uh, bag? I, it seems like it's overflowing a little bit. We got some good stuff today. The first email is from Emily Boyd. She says, hello, Scott and Brian. I was listening to the February 21st episode of Christmas Morning where you discussed an upcoming documentary called The Merchants of Joy about Christmas tree vendors in New York City, and I had a little story to share about New York City trees. Good. My dad's side of the family is from New Brunswick, Canada. My great-grandfather and my grandfather were loggers and farmers. There was a period of time when they grew Christmas trees and delivered them to New York City to be sold. When he was a teenager, my dad would sometimes drive from New Brunswick to New York City to help my grandfather deliver trees. His first experiences in the city were these trips. I had forgotten about all of this until you mentioned the documentary on the pod. Thanks for bringing back a fun memory. Merry Christmas, Emily. That is fun, Bran. That's fantastic. I love that. I, I love hearing about, I don't know, Christmas trees in general. Yeah. Like, it's just uh, anytime I get to learn something new about the world of trees, <laughs> it sounds like I'm being facetious here, but I'm not. It's very interesting to me. I'm very, very excited for this documentary. I don't know why. I just want to know more about it. It's a great title, too. The Merchant of Joy. Yeah, that's right. It's a great title. Thank you. Thank you so much, Emily. That was super interesting. I have one more email from Jack Unverfirth. Yes. He says, Hi, Bran, Shannon, and Scott. I loved the party episode. Thank you. I look forward to these and the regular episodes as a way to inject Christmas cheer throughout the year. I just wanted to note for Bran, the actor in the Twilight Zone who saw the gremlin on the plane was a rather young William Shatner. Mm-hmm. I would write more, but I really want to go deep on audio actors for Rankin Bass specials. Keep up the great work, Jack. That's cool. I didn't know that. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Jack. Um, Alonzo, I believe, somebody uh, somebody pinged me and told me that, and it was a bit of information that I 
forgot, but I had known at a certain point in my life. So I'll, I'm always happy when I get to see Shatner. So yeah, that's right. uh, even, a, even a young one will do. So fantastic. Thank you so much, Jack, for that fun fact. Yeah, that's all I've got in the mailbag today. How are the reviews? We are, we have movement, everybody. We have oh. movement. Forward motion. We are up to, as everyone will know, I think since the beginning of the calendar year, we've been at 238. Well, we are now at, drumroll please, 239. Whoa. Wow, wow, wow. 239. Brandon, I'm beginning to think our goal of 300 by the end of this year might be a little ambitious. Dare to dream, Scotty. This is from, today's review is from Rody Kelly. Uh, the subject is just pure joy. Uh, they say, I'm a Christmas fanatic and I started listening to this pod by way of DTH, like the homework. Uh, it's brought me continuous joy. The mailbag, the songs, the jokes, the general Christmas chatter are always full of cheer. I love and that the TV this- listings. And the TV listings, of course. I love that this continues all year round. A great listen for anyone who is a fan of the jolliest holiday. Thank you so much, Rody Kelly. Uh, Scott, I was thinking about this this week. Obviously, we take that one week off in between Christmas and New Year. But is there any other Christmas podcast that just does Christmas that puts out episodes at the rate that we do all, all year long? Does it exist? If it does, I'm not familiar with it. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Maybe we should take uh, yeah. take some notes from the other Christmas podcasts out there. But I like it. I, I like doing this all year. So it works for me. I do too. And we get a lot of emails from people saying how much they like it and how much they appreciate it. And that makes it all worth it. So I'm not going to stop. And I like them and appreciate them. So so the feelings mutual. That's right. Scotty, you got a joke for us? I could, I could use a joke today. I do. This one comes from the ha 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 ho 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 500 plus joke book that I reached over and got. After last week, I feel like uh, I feel like uh, faith has been restored in the ha 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 ho 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 yeah. joke book. So let's let's see what we got this week. Well, tamp down those expectations. So here we go. Okay, fair enough. What did the storm cloud get for Christmas? The storm cloud, precipitation, rain, drop, drops, get a gift drop. Nope. Thunderwear. Waka waka. <laughs> oh, wow. Can't make that stuff. I mean, someone made it up, but <laughs> yeah, that's right. I couldn't. Someone was overpaid for that book. I couldn't have. Uh, let's get to the countdown. Joy to the world. 301 days until Christmas. 301, Scotty. Yeah, we considered moving this episode to Friday so we could say 299, <laughs> but you're just going to have to set a reminder on your phone and remember it yourself that we'll finally cross that 300 threshold, which is really the super high end of the Christmas countdown. I don't know. Like, this is ki it's kind of fun that tomorrow, Leap Day is the 300 day mark there's something it, it this only happens once every four years that february 29th will also be 300 days until christmas so a pretty big day tomorrow i don't know what to do with that bit of information but it is is a big day yeah you should all take the day off of work I think you're contractually required to put up the tree or something. I don't know. Something, yes. And, and leap around. Leap while you do it. That's right. Good luck finding a tree this time of year, though. That's going to be tough. It will be tough. It will be tough. Hey, I got some news if you want it. I sure do. 
Today is February 28th. Here's the news. Uh-oh. Sounds like he's still really struggling with that breakup, Scotty. Yeah, that's rough. I want to let him be, though. I don't want to poke at that scab. <laughs> Especially when you say it like that. <laughs> Gross. Um, so, Scotty, you know this about me. You know that I love, like, courtroom TV shows. So Judge Judy of People's Court. Started a podcast about it years ago called Yo Gavel Gavel because I love it so much. And one of the things I love about it. I love, love the Yo Gavel Gavel. I, in fact, you. I even asked if I could be on Yo Gavel with you, and you said yes. Uh, yeah, it, it's, let's do it. Let's do it right now. Still waiting for that invite. Here, Go on. The invite is is whenever you want to come. Oh, you know what? See if you can find a Christmas court episode, and then I'll come on. Good. It'll be thematic. That's a good one. I feel like I've done one. Well, it was like a, an elf, like a like a, a mall elf or something. I'm fine recall. with that. Anyway. I love these shows because oftentimes you never know what you're going to get. And sometimes you get somebody that is clearly uh, trying to pull the wool over the judge's eyes, trying to get one over on the courts. And whenever that happens, you know, it's not going to work out for them. And something happened this week over in Ireland when a woman was trying to commit insurance fraud. Mm. They had an $820,000 insurance claim uh, because of debilitating back pain that happened uh, via a car accident in 2017, trying to get some money for the back pain that they have. And you might be wondering to yourself, self, what does this have to do with Christmas? Well, Here's your lesson for the day. If you're ever trying to get $820,000 for debilitating back pain, do not go to a Christmas tree chucking contest and get caught via photograph throwing the Christmas tree. Because that's exactly what happened to this woman in Ireland. She uh, was photographed at a competition throwing a Christmas tree as far as she can. And obviously, with debilitating back pain, I don't think you would try to enter a Christmas tree throwing contest. So the idea that this uh, like was happening and she's waiting for the outcome of this insurance claim and she gets photographed throwing a Christmas tree and the judge is like, oh, whoopsies. Uh, I don't know. It, make, it makes me uh, laugh a little bit. Uh, so there you go. Just, uh, you know, I don't know who needed this bit of information, but if this ever happens to you, stay away from the Christmas tree chucking contest or just don't commit insurance fraud. Whichever one of those you want to do, I, I would I would encourage you to do so. I did see this story come up during the week, and it was misreported in a couple places that she hurt her back throwing the Christmas tree. No. No. She she was injured in a car accident, and then she later entered the contest. Unless it's that kind of debilitating back pain that is only not exacerbated by throwing Christmas trees, which would be a very rare medical condition, and I guess she doesn't have that. So, oopsies. I'm looking at the picture, and... uh... Yeah, this does not. I, I don't want to slander like somebody anybody who here, is but... currently experiencing debilitating back pain. As somebody who some you know has two young kids that jump on him on the trampoline, and you wake up the next day and you're like, "Wow, my back hurts." On certain days, I would not enter a contest like this, much less when I have a eight hundred and twenty thousand dollar insurance lawsuit out there. A tough yeah. break for this person. From the photo, it looks like she could outthrow me in this contest. I 
absolutely. What form? <laughs> Amazing form by this yep. person. Amazing form. Anyway, a little bit of a off the beaten path Christmas story for you, but uh, a story nonetheless. Uh, Scotty, let's leap our way into a break and we'll come back and we'll get some TV listings and uh, we'll get to the battle. A fun battle, I believe, is what we have in store for us today here on Christmas Morning. Welcome back, everybody. It's Christmas morning. I'm Brandon, and I am here now, joined always by the wonderful TV Scotty. TV Scotty, you have uh, scoured the internet, and by that I mean the website that scours the TV guide, mostlychristmas.com, and you uh, found some stuff that is going to be airing over the next few days that we uh, can maybe watch to get in the Christmas spirit. What do we got today, TV Scotty? Oh, we have a lot, Brian, and it's chock full. Ooh, he's back. <laughs> so here are your Christmas TV specials for the next couple of days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. Wednesday, 11 a.m. on BET, Family Matters, Miracle on Elm Street, 3 p.m. on Hallmark Drama, The Waltons, The Children's Carol Part 1, 4 p.m. on Hallmark Drama, The Waltons, The Children's Carol Part 2, 7.30 p.m. on MeTV, MASH, Dear Sis, 8 p.m. on Hallmark Drama, Little House on the Prairie, <coughs> Christmas at Plum Creek, and 9 p.m. on Cozy, Frasier, Perspectives on Christmas. Thursday, 1.30 a.m. on Antenna, The Drew Carey Show, Drew's Holiday Punch. 2 a.m. on VH1, The Jamie Foxx Show, Christmas Deja Vu. 6 a.m. on Hallmark Drama, Highway to Heaven, With Love, The Claws. 8.30 a.m. on Decades, The Brady Bunch, The Voice of Christmas. 10 a.m. on MeTV, Matlock, The Scrooge. 2 p.m. on IFC, Who's the Boss, Christmas Card. And 5.30 p.m. on IFC, Everybody Loves Raymond, The Thought That Counts. Friday, 2.30 a.m. on Decades, The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis. Will the real Santa Claus please come down the chimney? <laughs> 8.30 a.m. on VH1, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Deck the Halls. 9.44 a.m., that's weird, BET, Martin, I Saw Gina Kissing Santa Claus. 6 p.m. on USA, Chicago Fire, Santa Bites. 6.30 p.m. on Decades, Good Times, Penny's Christmas. And 8 p.m. on Hallmark, Christmas Island. Saturday, 2 p.m. on Wii, NCIS, Silent Night. 3 p.m. on H&I, Lethal Weapon, Bad Santas. 5 p.m. on Hallmark Drama, The Ultimate Gift. 6 p.m. on Cozy, Monk, Mr. Monk and the Miracle. 7 p.m. on Start TV, The Closer, You Have the Right to remain jolly and 8 p.m. on logo married with children the worst noel finally sunday 2:27 a.m. on bet martin holiday blues 11 a.m. on ion ncis spinning wheel 2 p.m. on pop scorpion christmas car roll 4:30 p.m. on logo mama's family mama gets goosed and finally 11 p.m. on pop ncis new orleans blue christmas and those are your christmas tv specials for the next couple of days courtesy of mostlychristmas.com i want to know what happened at bet to get them off. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, did, did the show unexpectedly go wrong? <laughs> yeah. What happened? Well, there's nothing we can do about it. That one thing went long. We started late. Now everything like dominoes has fallen out of place. 2.27 a.m. BET. We're, we're stuck. There's yep. nothing we can do. Uh, it's time for the Christmas music battle. Let's get to last week's results first. Uh, we had instrumental week last week and a good battle. Not as close as I was expecting, though. Um, in last place with a, a pretty, a pretty sad performance here we have holly and the ivy by the chartham string band i'm not overly surprised scott that this came in last place 
Uh, I'm more surprised that second and third were as, as big of a gap as, as it was. Yeah, I'm surprised as well. I mean, Jarthan String Band is good. Sometimes it's all about who you're up against. I think we had some other right. good contenders. Uh, in second place is White Christmas by Disco Graham. I brought this, and I honestly felt good going into the event. I felt like this is something no one's heard before. That's a bop. Did I think it belongs in second place b- behind who ended up winning? Yeah, I get it. I thought it would have been closer, though. But only 30%. That means that the winner with 57, almost 58% of the vote is Richie Case, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Obviously wonderful. Love it. Could listen to this all day. But Disco Graham, Disco Graham. Yeah, the Disco one was good. It was a bop. I'm, I was grooving. Disco Graham. Oh well. Um, anyway, who brought what? Obviously, I brought Disco Graham, so I'm sad. Yeah. But who ended up winning, Scotty? Well, listener Lenora Gilbert was the one that brought the Chartham String Band. Thank you, Lenora. You brought Disco Graham, and I brought Richie K. You did it. So now it's two That's to a... two. Is it three to three to two? To... I don't know what it is. I think you just took the lead. I think. No, I don't think so. I think you were ahead by one. I thought it was three to two to one last week. Yeah, maybe. We'll have to look. We'll have to. We'll we'll we'll, we'll do the we'll do the hard work. Yeah. We'll and all, all all every week you can check out christmasmorningpodcast.com slash songs and you can find all the links as well there. But then also uh, Scotty's doing a great job of keeping uh, everything updated. Yes, this the, you and I are tied at three now, and the listeners down there at one. Okay, three to three to one. Thank you for checking. Always updated every week with the latest songs and also the the, the totals and the winners. That's right. Um, All right, Scotty. This week's song is Father Christmas by The Kinks. Good song. And I have some trivia for you. Go ahead. Give me that trivia. And then we can talk about what it was like finding these tracks. Since its release in 1977, Father Christmas has been routinely covered by punk bands, including The Gigolo Aunts, Dispatch, Green Day, Man Overboard, Bad Religion, Bowling for Soup, Save Ferris, Letters to Cleo, Smash Mouth, Carrie Brothers, Action Action, Everything, Deer Tick, OK Go, The Unlikely Candidates, Cheap Trick, and more. There's a couple in there I would like to hear. And that is a good bit of trivia for this particular song because that was my experience, Scotty, as I was trying to find a cover. Obviously, we've talked about in the past that you and I both try to find covers that um, maybe do something different with the song while still uh, holding on to the spirit of the song. That was tricky with this one. I felt like there were a lot of punk versions that were basically just doing the song, uh, which isn't bad. are a lot of great versions of it that were doing that. But if I'm going to listen to a punk band play Father Christmas, I'm just going to listen to the Kinks do yeah. it because no one does it better. It sounded like a karaoke version on a lot of them. And that's not what I was looking for. I wanted to hear a different take on it. We actually have some different takes today, and I think they're pretty good. Let's find out what we got up first is a version by Matt Nathanson with Father Christmas. When I was small, I believed in Santa Claus. stockings at Christmas open my presents and I'd be glad but the last time I played Father Christmas I stood outside a department store a gang of kids came over and mugged me and knocked my reindeer to the floor
Nice acoustic version there. Mm-hmm. Sounded great. Yeah, I like that. That was nice. Uh, and and I believe a, a, a I'd have to go back and listen, but I think an acoustic bass is on that track as well. You don't get to hear a lot of. Uh, so that that's fun. Um, like up that. next, we have. What would you say this? Uh, this is. All right. So the band is spelled C A I O L A K O. I'd say Kaola. That's Kaola. Yeah. Man, Brian got really excited about this. It's the singer of your favorite band. What are you doing here in the North Pole, by the way? Just uh, speak for yourself. Anywhere Kale is mentioned, I I pop up. Wow, that's that's crazy. Uh, well, here is the lead singer of Brian's favorite band uh, <laughs> playing Father Christmas. Brian was listening to that and he just said, that's Jordan, all right. <laughs> like he's a proud dad or something. Yeah, he's on a first yeah. name basis with the members of the band. You sure Kayola. are. You sure okay. are. Uh, last but not least, speaking of Jordans, this is Father Christmas by Jordan D. White. Different Jordan. When I was small, I believed in Santa Claus, though I knew it was my dad. And I would hang up my stockings each Christmas, open my presents and I'd be glad. But the last time I played Father Christmas, I stood outside a department store. A gang of kids came over and mugged me and knocked my reindeer to the floor. They said, Father Christmas, give us some money. Don't mess around with those silly toys. We'll beat you up if you don't hand it over. We want your bread, so don't make us annoyed. Give all the toys to the little rich boys. Don't give my brother a Steve Austin outfit. Don't give my sister a cuddly toy. We don't want Jigsaw Monopoly money. We only want the real McCoy. Father Christmas, give us some money. We'll beat you up if you make us annoyed. Father Christmas, give us some money. Don't mess around with those silly toys. Wow, Brian, that one sounds like they were... In a contest to see how fast yeah, the song could I, be That's interesting. You know, it was cool. I, I, there's something funny about a ukulele version of a punk rock song being faster than the original. <laughs> that is uh, really something you don't see coming. Uh, so shout out to Jordan. Yeah, I got to hurry. These strings yeah, are going to break. Jordan D. White, but that's uh, not how it yeah, works. The faster you play, you got uh, you got to you'll fly. That's how you do it. Yeah, um, yeah that's right. Three different versions of this song. So very cool. We got listener submissions this week from Drew Basic, Brad Adams, Katie Leepak, John Rice, and Amanda Kay. Thank you all for submitting. 
Absolutely. Uh, Scotty, I think uh, it's it's your turn to pick the next song because I picked Father Christmas. We got a pretty decent crop to choose from from songs that uh, Drew Basic and Lee Hodo have sent in over the, the last few uh, months. Is there a song that stuck out to you, Scotty, that you'd like to do for next week? Yeah, I scrubbed the backlog, found one that I was very surprised that we haven't done. It's I'll Be Home for Christmas. How, how have we not done that song? That can't be true. Doesn't make sense, right? According to Christmas Morning Podcast slash songs, which is the source of truth, no, we haven't. There's one song with that, and there's an original song that with a title similar to that, but I guess it just slipped through the cracks somehow. I'm honestly at a bit of a loss here, because I... I know. I can't believe that not only have we not battled it, but we also have never brought a version of it. No, I know. Ne- never. In any battle of any capacity, not during Instrumental Week, not during Season 1 when it was a free-for-all, we've just never brought a version of this song. I'm, 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 pretty, I'm pretty mad right now. I'm mad on our behalf. You are where I was last night putting this together. Like, you got, you got to be kidding me. How, how did this happen? But no, we have it. So next week's song is I'll Be Home for Christmas. Go to bandcamp.com, search for I'll Be Home for Christmas, find a version you like, and email it to me at christmasmorningpodcast at gmail.com. We call ourselves a Christmas podcast over here, not not playing I'll Be Home for Christmas. Yeah, that title's been revoked. Good thing I got this side gig at NPR. This is ridiculous. Uh, I'm looking forward to next week. This is one of my favorite Christmas songs. The fact that we've never battled it, this is gonna this is gonna bother me for the rest of the week. But I'm excited to dive into what Bandcamp has because I imagine pages upon pages yes, upon very pages much so. of this Christmas yep. classic. So I'm excited to see what's out there. Uh, Scotty, this has been a lot of fun. I know you got a, a busy day still with NPR. Um, I, I, I can't believe you got an interview with Mrs. Claus as well later today. This is a huge day for you. I don't think we should promise that, Brand, because she has not confirmed. So we'll see what happens. Ah, okay. That's sorry, okay. sorry. I, I mean, speak out of turn. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.